0: The following podcast has been paid for by Perched on the Top Rope. What's up, guys? This is the Murderhawk Monster Lance Archer, and you are watching Perched on the Top Rope. And watch out, because I'll choke slam you on the way down. Welcome, everyone, to Perched on the Top Rope. I am your host, former Dirt Sheet writer from Daily DDT, the Sportster, the Richest Ringside News and Sports Kita, ladies and gentlemen. I am Lee Walker, and as of today, Jade Cargill has signed with WWE. She will start at the WWE Performance Center Tuesday, September 26th. Which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, that's today. So she reported to the WWE Performance Center today, presuming, presumably will be on NXT. And Jade Cargill commented... On Twitter, as WWE confirmed that Cargill signed a multi year deal with the company. Fightful Select first reported that Cargill was headed to WWE after she wrapped up with AEW at the September 13th tapings, to which we watched her lose in a rematch for the TBS Championship against Chris Statlander. Now, Cargill had briefly taken to Twitter. When WWE made the announcement and tweeted out, let's get right. And then WWE welcomed Jade Cargill with a video that they posted on their Twitter of this. no words were spoken but ladies and gentlemen it was jade cargill walking into the performance center now cargill had a real impressive run in aw she rose to prominence and went and had an undefeated streak in singles competition she was the first tbs champion to which she held the championship for over 500 days until losing it to chris statlander at AEW's Double or Nothing. in Cargill's final match in AEW was a loss on AEW Rampage. And it was a rematch for the TBS Championship against Statlander. As of right now, it is unknown when Cargill will debut on WWE TV, but there were quite a few reactions to her signing with the company on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, uh, at and WWE Grayson Waller. What better way to introduce Jade Cargill to the WWE universe than appearing on the hottest talk show in the industry, the Grayson Waller effect? Triple H tweeted, a dominant athlete who's here to change the game. Join me in welcoming the newest WWE superstar, Jade Cargill, to the WWE Universe. Ricky Starks tweeted, Proud. Kathy Kelly tweeted, Y'all ain't ready for Jade Cargill. Caleb Braxton had tweeted, Welcome, Jade. Can't wait to interview you. And while doing the AEW Wrestle Dream Media call, Tony Khan was asked about Jade's departure, and this is what he had to say. I've only positive things to say about Jade. It's been great having her in AEW. She is always welcome here. She's had a great run with us and has a great career. I'm sure, in front of her, wishing her the best in the future. And you know, speaking of Tony Khan, Tony Khan on an... Episode of AEW Collision. It was September twenty third. Uh, he did a voiceover for AEW Wrestle Dream, and it was a video package. And in the video package, he stated that a chapter in wrestling history would end at the pay per view, and a new era in AEW history would begin. Now, these comments prompted unfounded speculation that khan was actually going to be buying new japan pro wrestling while also on the wrestle dream media call sean ross Sapp of fightful asked khan whether he could confirm or deny the rumors or otherwise shine a light on the situation khan noted that he was surprised at how the speculation picked up and he made it clear that he wants to keep working with New Japan Pro Wrestling. And this is what he had to say. I'm a little s- surprised at how that speculation picked up. And the specifically, the transactional nature of it. We have such a great partnership right now. And we're doing such great things with New Japan Pro Wrestling. I was a little surprised to see that overall. I've enjoyed working with New Japan since nearly two years. We've had two great Forbidden Door events, and we've sent a number of top AEW stars to Japan to Wrestle on Wrestle Kingdom and top shows. We've worked together in the US. There are people in AEW who have helped develop New Japan, and people from New Japan who have helped develop AEW or Ring of Honor. I want to continue that partnership for a very long and right now we have something very good going. I'm a little surprised by the speculation. I don't know where it came from. It's probably a good time to have a lot of speculation on the eve of WrestleDream and I'm glad we got a lot of people talking. Certainly, that one video with all the great clips of Mr. Inoki and top stars of today, I thought it got a lot of people talking, and it was a positive thing," Khan had said. Now, Bill Pritchard of WrestleZone then asked Khan about the end-of-an-era comments and whether he could elaborate on them. Khan did not provide any more details, which, yeah... Basically, he said he wanted the fans to buy the pay-per-view rather than give the news away. (laughs) Totally understandable. But he debunked the speculation that he was implying that he bought New Japan Pro Wrestling. He stated in 2023 has been an adventurous year for AEW and he wants to keep doing adventurous things. I definitely have no intention of clarifying those comments. I want people to order the pay-per-view. I think the internet kind of ran away with the speculation based on I don't know what. I'd love for somebody to go back and look for the first person to say that was and track back where the speculation came from. Certainly, I don't know if... A particular aspect of it is very credible there are dots you can can connect in wrestling and there are things I'm very excited about that we've been doing and I've made bold proclamations before I felt I've been proven right by them we've come a really long way we've taken big swings at doing new things this year in particular 2023 has been our most adventurous year and I want to keep doing adventurous things to make fan talk about AEW and hopefully making new fans of AEW I think we've debunked debunked some speculation and I'd be happy to debunk the speculation that is what I was implying because I don't know where that particular rumor got started I think this year we've also built our reputation in a really strong way. Without completely spilling the beans of everything we're working on, I really do think it's going to be the start of a new era of what we're doing in AEW, and I'm very excited about that, Khan said. You know, I look back on the history of professional wrestling when it comes to eras ending, new eras beginning. The most obvious was the beginning of the Attitude Era in WWF. Uh, Vince McMahon had come on. He had said, you know, we're going in a different direction. You know, saying, you know, the, the good guy doesn't always come out on top. And uh, it was a change. I and mean, it was a real obvious change. It was, a, you know, he brought up there's going to be less cartoon character like, characters because quite frankly it feels like an an insult to the to the fans insulting their intelligence so vince made changes and we had the birth of the attitude era it was rough rugged mean good guy versus bad guy couldn't decipher who is the good guy decipher who is the bad guy and things to that nature so i don't know what tony khan has planned and it really sounds like nobody else does either now this pay-per-view takes place this sunday october 1st and there is quite a bit going on i am just going to break down the matches i am not going to do predictions that will be saturday's show but we have daniel bryanson taking on Zack Sabre Jr., Hangman Adam Page vs. Swerve Strickland. For the AEW Tag Team Championship, FTR will be defending their titles against the Aussie Open. For the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships, Better Than You Bay will be taking on The Righteous. Chris Jericho, and the Golden Lovers, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi, will be taking on the Don Callis family, which consists of Sammy Guevara, Will Ospreay, and Tuxeda. For the AEW TNT Championship, or as I like to call it, the Hot Potato Championship, Christian Cage, the newly found champion, will take on Darby Allen. The next match for the ROH World Championship and the NWA Strong Openweight Championship, your double champion, Eddie Kingston, will be taking on Shabita. For the AEW TBS Championship, Chris Statlander will take on Julia Hart. And in a four-way tag team match, For a future AEW World Tag Team Championship match, the Young Bucks will take on the Guns, taking on the Lucha Bros, and taking on Orange Cassidy and Hook. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that is nine matches, and always remember the card is always subject to change. Now on Saturday's show, I will be way more in-depth about this, giving you a background to why these matches are happening and so on and so forth. But I just wanted to give an update for you now of what the card is at least so that you're prepared. Now I'm going to switch from AEW and go into a wrestling TV show that wrestling fans have grown and loved ladies and gentlemen stars has canceled the popular wrestling based show heels after two seasons there was no reason given why the show was canceled however I'll give a little background to it the second season this year started airing July 28th and finished up September 15th the first season consisted of eight episodes and had debuted in 2021. The second season also featured eight episodes and the show starred Stephen Amell, Kelly Berglin, Allison Loff, Alexander Ludwig, Mary McCormick, Chris Bauer, CM Punk, AJ Mendez, and Michael Malley. And there was also numerous professional wrestlers who made cameos in many episodes of the show. Now there were other shows that were canceled also but None of them mean a damn to me besides uh, this one. So after two seasons, Heels gets the boot. And not to be a Debbie Downer, but some more bad news, ladies and gentlemen. Now I'm sure you've listened to the first episode of Wrestlers, a review of the Netflix episode episode 156 where I discuss the Netflix show wrestlers and unfortunately some things don't always pan out now last week WWE held tryouts in Orlando with several participants in the world of wrestling attending the tryout however one name that was announced, it didn't go well for them. According to Fightful Select, Hollywood Hood Hallie J was pulled from the WWE tryouts due to reasons related to medical paperwork per WWE and OVW sources. However, it's being told that WWE is hopeful that they can get her back in the future. Hallie J was one Of the most prominently featured talent on the OVW Netflix series the wrestlers as she made several appearances on AEW television in the past as well god that sucks speaking of sucking this is for impact wrestling we've learned that as early as this week Impact Wrestling Sammy Callahan contract is set to be up, and he is set to hit free agency soon. He is not the only one, as we have learned that former Heath Slater, otherwise in Impact Wrestling just going by Heath, will become a free agent in October. October. And I would just like to say for Heath Slater, I would like to see him to go back to WWE and win the WWE Championship, thus proving that 3MB was the greatest faction ever in WWE. But I want to end this episode on a good note, ladies and gentlemen. We're hearing Uncle Howdy may not be done in the WWE either, as sources have been told that Triple H wants Bo Dallas to carry on the legacy and is willing to give him the proper opportunity to do so. Talks are ongoing, but one to keep an eye out for after Survivor Series going forward with a big possibility to see him in December or January. This would be big news for Bo Dallas, who was portraying Uncle Howdy with the unfortunate news of Bray Wyatt passing. Obviously, everything stopped, and that is it. It's a very sad situation, but if we get Uncle Howdy back, and maybe what you know a continuation of what the storyline was supposed to be maybe this can be done right maybe this can be done to solidify Bray Wyatt's legacy in professional wrestling Uh, or at the very least we get a decent proper send-off and this character comes back whether it be long-term or short-term we get the end of that storyline involving Bray Wyatt. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Perched on the Top Rope. Make sure you go to youtube.com slash perched on the top rope or just go to YouTube at Perched on the Top Rope. Because we have an interview with A.E.W.'s Lance Archer. That's right, it was our first interview with AEW and they sent us Lance Archer, make sure you go check that out and check out other interviews such as our interview with Izzy Moreno, uh, the final ever interview with Mike Halleck, AKA Mantar. There's also interviews coming out with former New Japan Pro Wrestling and WWE's Yoshi Tatsu. That's youtube.com slash perched on the top rope And for all you audio listeners, so whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Podbay, Red Circle, you name it, we are there. Ladies and gentlemen, it is perched on the top rope. And for all those countries that keep us on their chartables, we thank you. And for those new countries of Saudi Arabia, the Philippines, and South Africa, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you for getting episodes also. Ranked on Chartables Top 250. I really, really appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, you can also find us on TikTok at Perched on the Top Rope, where we have hilarious, hilarious Selena scenes where we recreate the greatest moments in professional wrestling history. Because you're not going to tell me that Zack Ryder winning the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania 32 using Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On is not one of the greatest moments in professional wrestling history, and also funny. But if that doesn't tickle your fancy, you can watch the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan. That's right, WCW's The Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, get humped by a dog. You can also catch me at twitch.tv slash rope to catch Perched Gaming, where I play AEW Fight Forever, as long as they're not muting me, because apparently... There are some sounds and music in the game that is third-partied and copyrighted. I found that out the hard way. I've been streaming AEW Stadium Stampede as I am ranked 235 in the world in that. But you can also catch me playing WWE 2K23 because I love the Royal Rumble. I love war games. I love the Elimination Chamber. So make sure you go check me out there, twitch.tv slash perched on the top rope, ladies and gentlemen. That is on Sundays. Don't forget the podcast is Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturdays, ladies and gentlemen. And those episodes, if there's a pay-per-view, they Saturdays will drop during the afternoon. Otherwise episodes go out every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Perched on the Top Rope. Remember, spoiler freeze, the way to be. I'm out.